Hogan, Bob Brock back with you as the countdown to kickoff continues. We're three and a half minutes away, just getting ready for the coin flip today as Enoch Mwamba will be the lone Argo out as a representative at this stage. Okay, Bob, you won the coin flip today. Do you want the ball earlier or do you want to, with this win, wait and see what happens and take your chances in the second half? I would defer. I would I would wait. I would want to have that wind in my back on in the fourth quarter. And the man who's going to be concerned about that is Boris Beatty as the, the kicker. John Hager is the punter. And Boris has joined Enoch at midfield for the coin flip. Let's go down to the field now for the coin Gentlemen, flip. Gentlemen, this is the coin we'll be using for the coin toss. The CFL logo will be ads, and the team logo will be tails. Montreal, your choice. Eds. It's a tails. Toronto has won. You want to defer. Montreal, you want to receive. Which, there gonna, we go. Just switch side, please. So Montreal, Montreal will receive. Have a great game, gentlemen. The Argos uh, will kick off into the West. So the, Argo, uh, the Alouettes are going to get the ball in the win first. So now all of a sudden it becomes imperative for the defense to go out there and set the tone early. And you know this crowd is into it when they cheer the coin flip. Yes. That was loud for a coin flip. So good for the uh, the Argo faithful for turning out today. Uh, this grandstand on our side, there are not very many no-shows here today. I assume likewise on the lower bowl. We can't see it from here. End zone pretty full, uh, mostly full over on the other side, lower bowl, and a lot of tickets for, have been sold up in the upper deck. So we'll see what we do in terms of attendance. We'll get that number for you as soon as we can. But there are still folks uh, filing their way into the stadium and making their way to their seats. So it is a great atmosphere for football. This is what Argo football can be in Toronto. And we're all looking to get to the stage where this is considered a bad crowd. Exactly. So the uh, Alouettes will receive the football. And it's a very familiar face and name dropping deep for the Alouettes. Chandler Worthy, who was released this year by the Argonauts, signed in Montreal, and lit it up. A couple of touchdowns on kickoff returns for the product of Troy University. It was neat having up here. Bear Woods also went to Troy, so they were teammates up here. But he's going to drop back. He'll be the lone deep back, or are they going to send Phil Pop back with him? Well, he'll be back there deep along with the Darius Pickett, who's their Sam linebacker. He'll be back there essentially for an extra blocker. Argonauts wearing their all-dark blue uniforms, their Oxford blues, the helmet, and the jersey, and the pants. They've got the light blue or Cambridge blue socks, and they will be kicking away from Lake Ontario toward the Gardner, going from right to left. Alouettes all in white with blue numbers and blue helmets. They have the red socks as well. And as Boris tees it up on the 30-yard line on the left hash mark, we are just 21 seconds away on the scoreboard from getting this game underway. Andre Pru and his crew will be the officials today. Best in the business, Andre Pru. So we should have a well-officiated game today here at BMO Field crowd is hyped up after a tremendous hype video to get this team going there goes the cannon and we're ready to go here at BMO Field for the Eastern Final one of these teams is 60 minutes away from going to the Great Cup in Regina one week from today 
And now Boris has moved the ball over to the right hash mark. Little gamesmanship. The Alouettes picked up on that, and Chandler Worthy flips sides. He'll go over to that side of the field. Argonauts moving their cover team all over the place in motion, and this game is underway. High kickoff will hit the ground at the 30-yard line. Worthy will pick it up and take it up to the 35-yard line and drag one of the carriers, uh, tacklers. They'll carry him up to the 38-yard line. That's where the Alouettes will start first and 10 with Trevor Harris, at quarterback, the man who broke into the CFL in Toronto, second in the CFL in passing yards. Uh, William Stanback will be the lone setback to start. Jake Winicky, uh, Kayon Julian Grant, Paul Speaker, Tyson Philpot, Eugene Lewis, big Gino Lewis, offensive line Nick Calendar, Pierre Olivier Lestage, David Brown, Christian Matt, and Landon Bryce. First down from the 37 yard line, Alamance moving from left to right. They'll start on the left pass mark. Argos in a 40 front. And they will go play action. Quick hitter on first down up to the 45-yard line. It is caught by Tyson Philpott, the rookie out of Calgary. It'll be good for six, seven yards. Actually, they'll give him nine. I'm surprised they didn't hand off that first play just to set the tone. Can't argue with nine yards. (laughs) Can't argue with nine yards to the rookie. He is the Eastern nominee for Rookie of the Year. He will lose that. To show him the wide receiver in Winnipeg yes. led the lead yes. in receiving as a rookie. Second down and one. Bawamba will come up closer to the line of scrimmage. Basically, it's a false 50 front. And they will go stand back. He will go off tackle and get the first down across the 50 to the 52-yard line. Good for a gain of five. He is a raging bull. When he gets his head down, he is hard to bring down. He plays bigger than he is. He's six feet tall. They list him at 200. He seems bigger than yes. that. Robbie Smith is going to check out. And they're going to bring in Ju- uh, Jonathan Jones, who is a will linebacker by trade. And they're going to line him up at end with Jadera Davis on the other side. So essentially, it's a three-man front with an extra backer in. First down from the 53-yard line. Strong formation of the near side. They run a hit screen behind it, and it's blown up. Philpott is tackled almost immediately by Deshaun Amos. It's maybe back to the line of scrimmage. It'll be second and ten. They read that mail. They saw that coming. That comes from a lot of film work when they see that formation. They stopped it. Yeah, they didn't make it. They didn't get a yard. That original line of scrimmage. They'll flip it over to the near hash mark now at the 53-yard line, and now is when this crowd noise yes. becomes important for the Toronto Argonauts. Second down and 10 from their own 53-yard line. Standback is in the game. He'll stand to the right of Trevor, to the left of Trevor Harris. Three to the left outside of them. Harris looks to the left. Nothing doing. Crash, he'll knock away. Peters came in and knocked it away. They were looking for Gino Lewis on the drag, and it is knocked down, and the Argos are going to get the ball back. It's third down and 10. Well, it wasn't two and out, but it was four and out, which is just as good. Just keep them on that yes. side of midfield. Yes. Big play, big defensive play. So they will bring in Joseph Zima, second-year global kicker. And it's two returners back for the Argos, which is not the norm. They have Javon Leak and Brandon Banks standing around their own 10-yard line. Zima has the wind, and it is strong. Waiting for the snap. It's a little high. And it's going to be an end-over-end Aussie-style punt that Brandon Banks will let hit at the five-yard line and go into the end zone. 
And he will eventually pick it up, and he's going to run. He might get the corner. He's going to think about it, and he's going to turn the corner. He gets to the 5 to the 10. Here goes Speedy B to the 15 to the 20. He comes back in the middle of the 25, up to the 32-yard line. He made it. They bit. It's a first down Argos with decent field position. He'll take the ball over for the first time. 11.51 remaining in the opening quarter. No score. It's the Eastern Final on TSN 1050. No score. Argos taking over the ball for the first time at their own 31-yard line. Brandon Banks coming out party in the CFL came in the Eastern Final in 2014 where he had two punt return touchdowns in the same game against the Montreal Alouettes. They've seen this movie before. I think he likes specialty teams against Montreal. That was a very savvy move where he had the option to, to take a knee or if he saw something, go with it. And he's had that experience, so he knows when he should go. Great we decision. Saw, we saw that movie as Argo fans a lot when he was with Hamilton. And there's another guy with a lot of playoff experience. Both uh, He never won a great cup in Hamilton, but he, been, he went to three. And a lot of playoff games in black and gold. Argos are happy. He's in double blue, and they'll take over at the 31-yard line. Offensive line from left to right. Philip Blake, Ryan Hunter, Justin Lawrence, Darius Bladek, and the all-star Deshaun Allen. Banks, Ambles, Gittins, Daniels, Phillips, the receiving core. Ouellette, the running back. And McLeod Bethel-Thompson is the quarterback. First down, drops back under a five-man rush. Looks over the middle, has a man, it's complete. Across the 40 to the 47-yard line. It's a first down for your man, Curly Gittins Jr. First down, Argos. Well, they rushed five men. Everyone kicked. He had a lot of time in the pocket there to make that decision. Great blocking up front. Game of 17 yards for the Laurier product. Moves it up to the 47-yard line. Argos moving into the wind. They would love a long drive. Take some of the clock advantage away from the Alouettes. They'll spot it on the left hash mark. Four receivers, including Olek, going to the wide side of the field. They'll jump into the back of the 45. He'll cut into the 50. Across midfield. There goes AJ. 40, 35, 30. Down the right sideline. 25, 20. Tackle at the 17-yard line. AJ Olet is born for this kind of weather. And it's a big game for the Argos in a first down. Great play selection. Montreal was blitzing with seven guys. He got the ball out of his hands right away, and A.J. just took off like a bullet. They'll mark it at the 17-yard line. First down, Argos there in the red zone. He's out of the game after that long run, so you replace him with Andrew Harris. First and 10 from the 17. Not bad. Three receivers will come to the wide side of the field with the ball on the right hash mark. Back to pass. Bethel Thompson. He wants a touchdown. He's got a man in and out of the hands of Cam Phillips. He hit him right in the hands and he couldn't hang on. Second and ten. Great decision. He was the right guy. He was open just out of his reach. Phillips is usually money on that one. I don't know if he was worried about the uh, back of the end zone. Maybe got lost on his depth. But he was open. And Mack hit him right in the hands. And he tracked it. Yeah, he was originally looking over his right shoulder and flipped to his left. Second down. Ten to go from the 17-yard line. Ball on the right hash mark. Harris behind Bethel Thompson, who calls out an audible. Three receivers again to the near side. And we have a flag, and I think we have a time count. Or did we get a timeout first? Time count violation. Trout on number four. This is a five-yard penalty. 
will replay second down. So it'll be second down and 15 now from the 22. Certainly in field goal range. But that was the problem last year. Boris Beattie had seven field goal attempts last year in the Eastern Final. Hit on six of them. But you want six is not threes. Please reset the game clock to nine minutes, 58 seconds, 9.58. So three seconds had inadvertently run off the clock, so they'll reset that and reset the 22nd clock. And there we go. And Andre Poole blows the play in. Second down, 22-yard line. They need 15 for the first down. Argos all in dark blue, aside from the light blue socks, moving right to left. Alouette show blitz and drop off. Bethel Thompson steps up in the pocket, has a man near his side, it is complete. Now, Banks dropped it. That hit Speedy between the one and the six, and he let it go. He would catch 99 of the 100. He's saying he caught the ball. And they are saying it's a first down. They're giving him that catch. And they're going to make Danny Machocha decide whether or not he's going to throw his challenge flag. They're lining up quickly. The Argonauts are sprinting to the line of scrimmage to run a play. Bethel Thompson. Machocha threw it. He threw the challenge flag. They didn't get it off. And he caught it. He caught it. It went off his foot. He caught it. Did you see that? Yes. Is that what it looked like to you? Yeah. The ball came out of his hands and it landed on his foot. And Chris Sweet, the offensive line coach, is furious with one of the side officials. He is furious. The number Montreal 33 came off the field on the Argo side of the field, which is illegal. Oh, Montreal okay. is challenging the previous play. Okay, you take a look at it here, Bob, and tell me what you see. The play will be reviewed. Can't see from that angle. But Speedy said he caught it. Here's another. Tell us what you see, Bob. It is chested. It hit his foot and bounced up. And yes, him, he, and he caught, caught his hands underneath the ball before it hit the ground. <laughs> it he hit his it foot. Twice. It hit his foot and bounced up, not the ground. And then bounced down again yes. and landed on and, his but foot. But his hands were underneath the ball. But one of the Montreal players went off the field on the Argo side of the bench and was running behind, which is also illegal. They would have had too many men on the field. So that's what Chris Sweet was in fury. He was furious. Coach Sweet will get after it in practice. I've not seen him that mad. And Brandon Banks is telling the officials, he's telling one of the defenders as well, I caught it off my foot. He's actually got his helmet off. Well, since the play didn't run, that, that was not a penalty because the, they called the timeout. And Brandon Banks emphatically saying it's a catch. Yeah, they marked I, I, it at the six-yard line. Yeah. The ball hit him between the one and the six, which is amazing how he dropped that. But he was lucky it landed on his foot. But So now they have to overrule it, right? They deemed it a catch. So if there is no angle that shows it definitively right. hit the ground, yes. we've seen three angles. I don't see it hitting the ground. Upon review by the by the command center, the ruling on the field stands. Yes, there we go. And it will be first down. So on second down and 16, or 15. A timeout, and they're out of challenge. That's huge. That is very big. So the Alouettes have one timeout left and no challenges after they lose their first challenge. And we still have nine minutes and 40 seconds remaining here in the opening quarter. 
first down Argos. Alouette's blitz. They give the ball away to Harris. He's in the end zone. His first touchdown at the, as an Argo comes at the perfect time, and the Argos break the ice in 6 nothing. You, you could have driven a truck through that hole. The old offensive line did an amazing job right up the middle. There was daylight as soon as he got the ball. First touch of the first touch coming back, and he scores. That's Welcome what you want to see. Back. He's keeping the ball. He's keeping the ball. <laughs> His first touchdown as an Argo, and that might be for his son, who came yes. into the world on Thursday yes, morning. Yes, just There's, recently. Uh, his second son, uh, the couple's first son, or second child, first son. Yes. Son and a daughter now. Here's Boris Beatty for the uh, conversion. It's up. It's good. It's 7-0 Argos with 9-16 remaining in the opening quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on the home of the Boatman. This is TSN 1050. Eve. Andrew Harris with the touchdown, a six-yard run. 7 nothing Argos. It starts with Brandon Banks making a smart play. Almost concludes with Brandon Banks making a lucky play. And then Andrew Harris to solidify it with the touch. You get A.J. Let involved. McLeod Bethel-Thompson, three of four on the drive. The one that was a drop in the end zone that hit Cam Phillips right in the hands. 78 yards passing on that opening drive. You got the run game established. Everybody's yes. involved. A perfect opening drive for the Toronto Argonauts. This will keep the crowd loud is what we want. And also the second game, remember, A.J. also had um, 6.6 uh, yards per carry. He almost yeah. had 100 yards rushing. So they can... They've demonstrated they can run against this team. If you're just tuning in, it's the Eastern Final, Argos and Alouettes, 9-16 remaining in the opening quarter. I'm Mike Hogan along with Bob Brock. They forced a, as Bob would say, the four and out on first down on the first series and then score the touchdown on their first possession, which has a very large crowd at BMO Field pumped up. Boris Beattie will tee it up, kick off into the wind. And Chandler Worthy will take it at his own 21-yard line, far side, just outside the numbers. Run outside the numbers, 35-40. Uh-oh, look out, 30 to the 45 to the 50. And the former Argo has a good return. And again, the Alouettes have good field position, trailing 7-0. But it'll be important to see if they, the defense can stop them. I think Montreal is really going to be throwing a little bit deeper try and get some points in this quarter. I mean, that the whole advantage of having the wind is scoring with the wind on your back, and if you walk away with, with nothing, that, that's also demoralizing. The original starting lineup out on the field is they have Robbie Smith and Ja'Kara Davis and ends in a 40 front, and the uh, Alouettes will counter with two backs. Harris has Fletcher and Stanback in the backfield, and they will throw to the formation. Far sideline looking long, and it is hot! On the 25-yard line, Gino Lewis, check that, that's Philpott, who went up and beat Peters for the ball. That's a match the Argos will take, but the Alouettes went deep and it paid off. That ball kind of hung up, even though they're throwing with the wind, that ball was in the air quite a bit. It was. They, they both adjusted to it, it was actually underthrown. Peters turned around, I thought he was going to get a fit up and knock it down, it was good coverage, and he just turned around at the last second. The market at the 24-yard line of the Argos, first and 10. Fletcher's the only back in on this formation. They've got double tights, and they will run with Fletcher, who will bounce off one tackle and take it out of the 23 
as the first guy in the backfield was Dwayne Hendricks, and it will be second down, and we'll call it eight or nine. That's what you want to see running down, running the ball, and only getting one or two yards. So it's now second and eight. So Fletcher may have ripped his jersey. Hendricks got a handful of jersey. Yes. It may be torn. Fletcher's come to the near sideline. And it will be Antwi and Stanbeck in the game on second down and eight, just outside the 23-yard line. Alouettes all in white, moving from left to right. They will split the backs. Back to pass Harrison to a four-man rush. Steps up in the pocket. Flushed out of the pocket now. He'll throw across his body. He's got him out of the 17-yard line. It is caught by Teon Julian Brand. will be well short of the first down. The Argos bend. Don't break after giving up one play. And I would assume the Alouettes will come in on third down and almost four for a field goal attempt. And that's exactly what happens as David Cote comes onto the field. They had a three-man front with Mwamba, so they only rushed four guys, and they still got pressure on Andrew Harris, so that's a good sign. David Cote, good season, 44-51, 86.3%. He missed from 21 at this side of the field, but basically in the long term may have given the Argos home game today. This will be from 25 just inside the right hash mark. Pierre-Luc Caron is the long snapper. Snap is a little low. It's down. It's up. It's good. So the, Ar- the uh, Al- Alouettes counter with a short field goal after giving up the touchdown. Argos lead 7-3, six and a half remaining in the opening quarter. It's Argo football on TSN 1050. 7-3, trailing the Argos here at BMO Field. Six-yard run by Andrew Harris, countered by the field goal by Cote. And that's where we are right now, officially a 25-yard field goal for the Montrealer. How important is that challenge now from the Alouettes? They are down to one timeout and have no challenges left. It's extremely important. I, I Personally, if I was a head coach, I would never use my challenge flag in the first half. Like, no matter how how blatant Even it was, it's the first and goal, especially in a playoff in yeah. a playoff game, yeah. it is so crucial. You better be a hundred percent sure. So the Argos will take the ball at their own forty-yard line. McLeod Bethel Thompson was pretty hot on the first series, three of four. The one was a drop that hit Phillips right in the hand, seventy-eight yards. They cap it off with a touchdown. Motion for the Argonauts. Oled is in as the back. He'll take it on a counter. He'll kick it out right side, and it'll be a short gain as he ran into three Alouettes. They'll mark them between the 43 and 44-yard line. They've got to get to the 50. They get some pushing and shoving. Not surprising. There's a little bit of uh, tempers flying. They've played each other so much in the past few weeks, so there's got to be some residual um, feelings from previous games. When the Alouettes and Ticats played in the East Semi last week, the Argos had a choice of either playing for Montreal Montreal for the third consecutive game or the Ticats for the sixth game this season, if you count the preseason. Second and five and a half. Check that, six and a half. Ball on the right hash mark. Four receivers come to the near side. Jailbreak blitz. Bethel Thompson reads it, scrambles, throws. And it is a diving attempt by Brandon Banks, and are they going to give it to him? He caught the football, incomplete pass. They're saying he didn't get down. I think McLeod could have run for the first down on that. But he saw Speedy. He got it to him, and Brandon couldn't dot the eye. And you take a look at the replay here, Bronco, and see. I don't think his feet touched the ground. He caught it. I don't think both. 
one knee. Oh, oh, the knee oh. was definitely in bounds. One knee was. <laughs> and they're looking at it. Command center may actually overturn that. Nope. No, nobody's nope. going to throw. Nope. Bethel Thompson says throw it. And they're going to hold on to it. And McLeod's really not happy with Ryan Dinwiddie right no. now. As Haggerty comes out to punt. Snap is good from Latour. And the Aussie had it go oh. off the side of his foot. Uh-oh. And it goes out of bounds on the fly. Uh-oh. Can't go out of bounds at that point. And uh, that's going to be a 10-yard penalty tacked onto the punt out of bounds. So the Alouettes are going to get remarkable field position when we come back. 5-10 left in the opening quarter. It's 7-3 Argos. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. What appeared to be a catch for Brandon Banks goes to the next completion. And for the first time this season, John Haggerty shanked one. Bottom line, after it went out of bounds, the Alouettes have a first down at the Argo 47-yard line, 7-3 Argos, 5-10 remaining here in the opening quarter. Mike Hogan, Bob Brock with you at a very loud BMO field today. Well, let's hope the defense bends but doesn't break on this. Trevor Harris so far today, 4 of 5 for... 50 yards, including a 35-yarder to Tyson Philpot down the left sideline. Ball on the left hash mark. Alouettes moving from left to right, wearing all white. Argos all in dark blue, aside from the baby blue socks. First and ten. Ball on the left hash mark. Two backs in again for the Alouettes. They run a draw play to stand back to the 45 and no more. Zenoc Mwamba got his mitts on him. And once Enoch gets his mitts on you, you ain't going anywhere. Second down and probably eight. They're playing so far. They're playing really well against the running game. They're not really getting more than a couple yards of carry. Ball still over on the left hash mark. Argos defensively. That Brandon Barlow in at end for Robbie Smith, and they're going to go to a three-man front. To Garrett Davis is back behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to pick his spot. And he's going to go after Harris. Back to pass as Trevor slips. Steps up in the pocket. He's going to run. And he shovels it ahead. And was he over the line? He was. But it's fumbled. And the Argos have it. And they'll pitch it to the near side to Amos. To midfield. To the 50-yard line. There's a penalty on the play. Trevor Harris scrambled. He went over the line of scrimmage and flipped it forward. I'm sure that's what the penalty is going to be. And the Argonauts are going to have control of this. As their offense is already walking on the field. Well, they started to play rugby there. They were pitching it out to each other on the sidelines. Got an extra yards, a few extra yards on that play. Either way, the Argos should have the football here unless it's an incomplete pass. A lot of players on the Illegal field. forward pass, Montreal number seven. That penalty is declined. The ruling in the field was a catch and a fumble. Recovered by Toronto. It will be first down Toronto. So just after a huge momentum play from Montreal, the Argos go, no, 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 no. Give us that mo back. And they have the ball now at the Montreal 51-yard line. That was a big shift. Very big shift. Tell us what you see, Robert. Great play. Great strip by Peters. Great play. Stripped the ball right as soon as he caught it. Came across. Julian Grant was the receiver. Peters was in pursuit, stripped it away. It was picked up and then pitched to Amos, who took it to the 51. 
They fake one way and set up a screen to the near side. It's caught by Andrew Harris to the 45 to the 40. To the 35, cuts to the middle, 30. 25-21 yard line. First down, Argos. Gain of 30. Hello, Andrew Harris. You're good at football. I am really impressed with the play selection so far. It is, they're reading their deep, they're anticipating what the defense is doing and their play calling is is perfect in terms of what Montreal's trying to do and what they, they offset and do. Three and a half minutes left in the opening quarter. McLeod Bethel-Thompson now has over 100 yards passing. Three receivers to the right, two to the boundary of the ball on the left. Hash mark, Argos moving right to left. Back to pass, Bethel-Thompson. Pressure, Bethel-Thompson will throw it away and it's going to be complete. Caught at the 10-yard line. Brandon Banks is in playoff mode. This week, he tweeted, activate playoff speedy B. He's in the zone, brother. That's a first down. I thought they were going to get A.J. Olette for holding as the defensive end came flush free on the near side. A.J. stuck out an arm. Must have just punched him back as opposed to grabbing anything. I was waiting for the flag. Instead, it's a first down at the 12-yard line. Argos one for one in the red zone today. Ball on the right hash mark. Olette is in the game. He stands to the right of Bethel Thompson. Speedy B gets up on the line of scrimmage. It's a heavy formation to the left. He'll give the ball to Olette. And Austin James Olette powers his way to the six-yard line. Whenever Olette's running up the middle like that, it looks like a rugby series where the whole scrum is getting pushed forward. He doesn't go down easily. And the offensive linemen get behind him, and they just push that whole scrum forward. Argos make a couple of substitutions. Banks comes out. Neal comes in. Cross comes out. Phillips goes in. Olette will stand to the right of uh, McLeod Bethel-Thompson. It's a first and goal from the seven-yard line. Back to pass. Bethel-Thompson out into the flat. He's got Olette at the five, to the four, to the three, to the two, to the one. Touchdown! A.J. Olette! And the Argos increase for lead. It's 13-3. They are in the zone right now. They are in the zone. It's McLeod is in the zone. So Harris has a touchdown. Olette has a touchdown. Against the wind. Yes. Both against the wind. Very strong. And even str- the wind is stronger now than it was at kickoff considerably. Well, it's, it's not gusting. It's continuous. And here's Beattie in. He nailed the first one. He was 34 of 37 on convert attempts, uh, attempts this year. This one is up. Starting to fade to the right. And it holds on. 14-3 Argos. A minute 48 remaining in the first quarter. This is a good start, Robert. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, there just someone said something wrong, and there's a flag on the play, on the field, after the play. There was only white jerseys around the uh, ref, so I'm going to anticipate it was a Montreal. After the play, objectionable conduct, Montreal number six. This is and that is a Darius Pickett. Ten-yard penalty. Darius was voted the, the Alouette's top defensive Ten. player this year. I like Adarius Pickett. I like Tyrese Beverett. They kind of flipped them between Will and Sam. But Adarius Pickett is kind of that player who sometimes goes over the edge. He's, he's been, you know, on the wrong side, I guess, of, of laying out high hits, helmet hits. I like that kind of play, but that's the kind of player that can kill you every once in a while. And that's a tough penalty to take. 
because now, after the touchdown, the Argonauts, while still kicking off into the wind, get that advantage of 10 yards, which may negate the wind. But this may be the bellwether. They're getting a bit undisciplined already. It's the first quarter, and that's a, that's a lack of discipline. Let me throw this at you. All the momentum is in your favor right now. You're going into a really strong win. Do you try a high, short kickoff right now and take your chances on specials? Well, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want Montreal to score. That's you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, like I, it's, I, it's if, if you're going to do it, this is the opportunity. You've got the 10 yard bonus from the penalty. Yes, you're kicking into the wind, and if, but if, if you Morris don't, but kick if you it high, the ball's going to come back toward the yeah, Argos. Yeah, it's it's an option. I don't know yeah. if they'll do it here because they have all the momentum in the world. And we'll see what happens here. BD tees it up at the 40 yard line after the misconduct penalty. And he will kick it low and long, and it's going to go back to the three-yard line, to the five, where Worthy will start down the far sideline, 15, 20, 25, to the 33, and that's where the Alouettes will take over. It's 14-3 Argos with a minute 40 left in the opening quarter. Alouettes with the win for the next minute 40. McLeod Bethel-Thompson, 124 yards passing. And one that maybe got away. Well, two in, two of the incompleted passes, one of them, they were the receivers. like the, That was ruled out of bounds and also the drop. So that was a perfectly thrown pass. So his his accuracy is right, is spot on. It's spot on. First and 10 from the 34-yard line. It's loud at BMO Field this afternoon. Argos in a 40 front. Alouettes have gone to a one-back set. It's a blitz from uh, the second level. Oh, they oh, hand the ball man. off, and Enoch Mwamba just made the ball carrier pay for it. They're not getting any any advantage with their running game. And if body language means anything right now, the Argos have a gigantic advantage as Montreal is dragging it. They gave the ball to Antwi on that one, and he got blown up real good. Second down and seven and a half. Just outside the 36-yard line, middle of the field. Alouettes will bring three to the near side, two up top. Harris will look to his right and see William stand back. Argos have two wide on either side of the DTs. Harris over the middle, has the man for the first down across the 45 to the 47. And it will be a first down Alouettes. The catch made by Cole Speaker, who had a great game in the final game of the season as the backups got an opportunity to play. And he had a hundred and what do you have? 105 yards receiving that day, and has found his way in the starting lineup today. They're down a, a receiver with Reggie White Jr. injured. First down at their own 47-yard line. Clock moving. Just 14 seconds left in the quarter. Argos, if they can hold them here, will force Montreal to punt into the wind. Argos show pressure. It's a run. It's stand back up the middle. Uh-uh. Oh, Enoch Mwamba, you're a bad man. He is having a day today. He was in there, so was Winton McManus. The M&M boys with the candy-coated tackle. And that's the final play of the opening quarter. And what a quarter it was for the Boatman. 14-3. They had the ball three times and scored two touchdowns. After 15 minutes, 14-3 Argos. You're listening to the Eastern Final. Argo football on TSN 1050.